Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2014. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm at home in Gig Harbor, Washington, with a very special guest and uh, kind of a new friend of mine, Joe Kimball. Joe, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I'm ready. I should say, are you ready to uh, turn on the random orbital or the polisher? Because we're going to be talking about car care today. But before I give you a proper introduction, what's one little thing that maybe most people don't know about you, Joe? Oh boy, you know that's a tough one because I'm uh, I'm 100% transparent. I put my <laughs> life out there for everybody to know. Yep. So one thing that people don't know about me, the best thing to do when I get away from the shop is to get on the Harley and just ride. <laughs> there you go. That sounds like fun. Which uh, up here in the Northwest, now are you a all season rider or do you stay off the bike when it gets wet and slippery? I used to be an all season rider. Now it's got to be nice out. If it's cold, I'm not getting on and riding it. Yeah, it can get a little chilly sometimes here. Well, let me give you a proper introduction. We're going to talk about what you're up to. Joe Kimball has over 30 years of automotive detailing experience. In 2019, he and his son Cody founded Kimball's Hand-On Detailing here in Gig Harbor, Washington, where they work with their entire family. Joe started detailing as a side hobby back in the 1990s while he was working a full-time job in construction, but a, a terrible knee injury ended that construction career, and he decided, you know what? I think it's time to follow my passion and get into detailing full time. Joe has a huge passion for helping other detailers in the industry grow their businesses. So he started what he calls the Detailers Network Group. We're going to learn about that. It's a weekly networking meeting for detailers around the world who may have questions about the various aspects of running a successful detailing business. Very nice. We'll be back in just a minute. But first, a word from our valued sponsor. So give them a little listen and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest three-layer all-climate cover is especially engineered for moderate weather conditions and it's treated with an extra UV-resistant formula. It's soft, it's breathable, and it's easy to store, all while pampering your paint, providing maximum UV rain and dust protection. If you live where it's windy, no worries. Simply add their gust guards for windy conditions to add extra protection to keep your cover in place. Your three-layer all-climate cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their tradition since 1965. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover. And I have a deal for you. Use the code yeah 21 Y-E-A-H-21 at Covercraft.com and you'll get 10% off your Covercraft order plus free shipping. That's right. So get 10% off with free shipping by simply using the code yeah 21 at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. When it was time to renew my collector car policy, my carrier raised my rates by a lot. But why? My usage was the same, my car's value was the same, and I had never made a claim. I didn't even have a ticket. The only change was their rate, and they had no reason why. What's with that? I researched my options, I spoke to others, and with American Collectors Insurance is where I now have my policy. 
What a difference. A live person actually answers the phone. She spent time learning about me and my Porsche Turbo, the one I call my orange crush, and provided a reasonable quote. American Collectors Insurance now protects my special ride. I'm saving hundreds of dollars and I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. Why wait until your next premium is due? Give them a call today for your personal agreed value quote. Call 866-AC1-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine. Mark Green at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. Automotive enthusiasts just like you and me. That's American Collectors Insurance. So, Joe, we are back. So, as I mentioned in the beginning here, uh, I've known about Joe for some time. I followed him on Facebook. And as he said, he's a guy that kind of wears his heart on his sleeve. He puts everything out there. And as I watched him and his business grow, I thought, you know, I've got to get over and meet this guy and learn a little bit more about who he is and what he's doing. And and I'm, I kind of went all in with you, Joe, because uh, I just picked up my wife's car yesterday. You guys did a little uh, di- uh, paint correction damage, and then I'm going to be dropping my car off later in a couple months for you guys to do a full c- paint correction and coating and all that. And the thing we joked about, Joe and I, is that I don't usually let other people touch my cars, but I've got a lot of confidence in you, Joe. So let's talk about where this passion for car detailing came from, and then we'll evolve from your history into what you're doing today. It actually came from my uh, construction career. I'm one person that I can literally tell you uh, when I was about seven years old, I knew what I wanted to do when I grew up, and that was my biggest passion has always been construction because you build a house, you do a remodel, and when the owners come in and they see the end result, the, the smiles on their face and just the excitement, it's humbling to, to see that. So I've always loved cars. Cars are actually my biggest passion. And it just kind of went hand in hand uh, with detailing. At the end of the day, when a customer drops a car off that's scratched and just looks terrible and they think they need, need a new paint job or the interior is terrible and they think they need to get new carpet, new seats, whatever it may be. And then when they pick it up and they see the, that we were able to transform it back to as close as new as possible, again, the, just the excitement that people show, that's where it all comes from. Oh, yeah. I, I agree. I had a detailing business when I was a kid and it was so much fun when you brought a car back. And the best words you hear, and I think you'll agree, is, is that the same car? <laughs> is that the same car? Oh, my gosh, it looks better than it did when I bought it brand new. Exactly. I think that's uh, that's really fun. And we're going to talk a little later in our discussion today about how you give back. But in a way, do you feel like detailing is you're giving people back something that they didn't have before? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. In the detailing industry, I kind of lay it out this way. You have car cleaners. Those are the guys that just come out to a quick vacuum, clean the windows, wash it, and they send it. Then you have detailers that take on a whole different realm. They fix your paint. They clean your engine bays. They do paint protection film, vinyl wrappers. There's so much more to, to being a detailer. We've been through a very odd period of time here the last two years, to say the least, uh, with this pandemic and all the challenges it's created for all sorts of people and business. Uh, but have you found that with the other aspect of this, and that is supply chain issues and the massive escalation, we'll call it inflation because that's what it is, in automotive costs, that more people are 
kind of sitting back and going, you know what, maybe I don't need a new car. If I just take my car in and have it professionally detailed, I might feel pretty good about it and keep it longer. Uh, Do you run into that where people come in and maybe they're even prepping a car for sale and then after they see what you do, they go, why would I let this thing go? I would say that happens probably about 70% of the time. Really? Uh, Wow. They'll come in and get like, just like you said, they, they think, oh, this car is terrible. It's time for a new one. I'm going to have it detailed to trade it in. And then when they come pick it up, they're like, there's no reason to trade this car in. It's, it still runs great. It's mechanically sound. And now it looks brand new. I think you're exactly right. One of the things, and people have heard it here, one of my great sponsors here is Covercraft. And I always tell people the best way to protect your car is put it in the garage and put a cover on it and don't drive it. But of course, we need to drive our cars. But the other thing I've told them is, you know, sometimes if you just clean your car really well or have a professional do it like Joe and his crew, uh, and maybe just put a new set of carpets in it, you'd be amazed the different attitude you have about your vehicle, right? Oh, most definitely. When you, when you look at it, to go buy a new car right now, you're looking at, at a minimum of about forty to $50,000. And you can go to a reputable shop and get your car back to looking brand new for less than, I'm, I'm going to put a high number out there, but for less than 10000 And you still have a great car. You're used to it. Everything is set the way you want it. Your seats, steering wheel. You know, you don't have to, to learn that car all over again. You have a, a new car just by just by revamping it. Well, not to mention your insurance isn't going to go through the roof, which it will when you buy a more valuable car as well. Let's talk about some of the services that you do, because you told me in a little pre-show chat, and we've talked before, I've been to your shop, that you and your son, Cody, started as a mobile detailer, and then you've evolved into a brick and mortar, right? We actually started out at our house. Oh, at your garage. Okay. Yeah. In our personal garage. And it's, it's actually a, it's a, it's a humbling and a really funny story. Cody went to Grand Canyon University for business management and finance. Mm-hmm. He came back home, went to work at a call center. And every day he came home and he was miserable. He hated it. He's like, you know, people are disrespectful. They're rude. The industry he was working in, it was a labor service where blue collar workers, uh, guys that aren't don't really know much about technology. Those are the guys that would get hired by this company. Okay. And they implemented the system where everything was done on a computer or done on your phone. And a lot of these, I say guys, because it was a vast majority of men that would get on them. A lot of them don't understand how their smartphone works. They don't understand how their, their computer works. And so they would call and they would yell at him. It was his fault because they couldn't figure it out. Yeah. So he was miserable. And, I never tell my kids to quit anything. If you start something, you see it through. And that was probably the first time in my life that I, I literally looked Cody in the eyes. I said, Cody, it's time. You need to quit. Yeah, it's draining the life out of you. Yeah, I said, this isn't healthy. And so he goes, well, what am I going to do? And I was like, well, we'll figure it out. You know, you're, you're young. And so we've taken care of our vehicles. You know, wash them weekly, take care of the insides, make sure that they're, they're nice and, and clean. And so we started out, you know, doing our own vehicles at our garage, in a, a the garage at our house. And then, you know, the famous line when one of your neighbors drives by, you know, they yell out, hey, my car next. And <laughs> Yeah, pull it in. <laughs> yeah, so, so we'd, we'd take care of their cars. So it grew from just our cars to the cars in our community, our gated community that we lived in. And then before long, the word spread and people in the, the town we were living in, that we lived in, they started bringing them. 
and it, it got out of control. So one night we're sitting there and Cody, Cody said, I'm going to go downstairs and do some work. And I didn't even think about it. I'm like, well, what do you possibly have to do? He went downstairs and about 45 minutes later, he comes upstairs and he goes, perfect. And I said, what's perfect? And he goes, we're now a business. He goes, we are now Kimball's hands-on detailing. We are fully life insured everything. We nice. are, we are legit. <laughs> yeah. so, so we took it to the next step there. And then, uh, you know, working out of your garage, it's kind of hard because you really can't enjoy home life because people are coming in and out of your house. They're calling at all hours. So I often, one day I said, well, I'm kind of tired of doing this in the garage, Cody. Let's go mobile. And he agreed. So one thing about me is when I have a passion for something, I dive in at first. So I went out, bought a brand new 16 foot enclosed trailer. And in that trailer, we had four of everything, four vacuum cleaners, four uh, pressure washers, four polishers. I mean, we had everything in there. We were, we were towing around about 8,000 pounds a day. Yeah. And uh, I just said to Cody one day, I said, you know, we're, we're doing great, but when we are behind the windshield going from job to job, we're not making money. And to be quite honest, we're losing money. I said, it's time to look for a brick and mortar. And so I jumped on Craigslist of all things. And the first ad I seen in Gig Harbor was Gig Harbor Detail Shop for Sale on Kimball Drive. <laughs> and your last name, Kimball. There, there was the a message from the heavens. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so we, we came over, we looked at it, and it didn't work out right away. The gentleman that, that was selling it, yeah, we came in and talked to him. And he said, oh, I decided I'm not going to sell right now. And we were kind of bummed out. And about two weeks later, uh, Cody gets a call from the gentleman and he said, hey, I'd, I'd like for you guys to come do contract work for me. And so we started doing contract work here for him. And then about two months later, I, we, were, we were working and I, I, I looked at the gentleman and I said, you know, this is great. You know, you're keeping us busy and everything. I said, but our ultimate goal is to have our own shop and you know, I think we're going to move on. He said, well, why don't you just take this up, buy this down? There you go. And at that point in time, we jumped on it and yeah. the rest has been history. I mean, we've grown so much here in the harbor that it's amazing. Well, and the timing was probably very good because I've lived in Gig Harbor now 28 years. When I moved here from Southern California, I was living in Del Mar. There was like almost nothing here. I mean, it, my wife and I always said, where, like, where are all the restaurants? There's like one grocery store. You know, what have we done? You know, we've moved kind of to Hickville, but we love, we've loved it here and it's grown up. And now uh, this community is very robust. It's a, a nice place to live. It's safe. You cross that narrows bridge and you just kind of breathe a, a sigh of relief. So let's talk about all the different services that you guys provide. Oh, that's a long list. <laughs> you know, again, when we, when we started out, we just detailed cars. And uh, our ultimate goal, which I have taught my kids to, to be goal-driven, um, write down goals, smash those goals, create new ones, and just continue the cycle. One of our goals is to be a one-stop shop, meaning if you want your car detailed, you get it done here. You want paint protection film, you come here. Vinyl wraps, windshield re uh, glass replacement, wheels, tires, lifts, any accessories, that's what we wanted to be. And we've, we've finally started to hit that point where now, you know, we do uh, detailing, ceramic coating, paint correction, glass replacement, vinyl wraps, paint protection film. Uh, we're starting to really get more into the accessory side. And then, you know, eventually we, we want to get a bigger, a, a much bigger shop and have not only the detail slash accessory center, but we want to have a, a, a diner inside where you can come in 
have your breakfast, see the cool cars that are being worked on, um, you know, and, and just, you know, enjoy it. So that's, that's our, our biggest goal. Yeah. That's a, a, a very lofty goal, but I have no doubt you're going to, you're going to get there. And I, I said this at the beginning, Joe, you and I were joking about it yesterday. I've always taken care of my own cars and nobody's ever worked on my cars. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, but I'm kind of at a point, I'm super busy with what I'm doing and we had a little altercation with a, um, a security gate coming down and scratching a part of our vehicles. And we keep our cars a long time. And as you saw, my wife's X5 you worked on yesterday uh, looks brand new for a 17-year-old car. And you guys fixed that scratch. I mean, you can't even tell it was there. And I'm going to be handing the car back for the first time ever letting one of my babies go. And I think you, you got some calls from some people that said, how on earth did you get Mark Green to let you touch his car? Is that right? I, I got... Quite a few calls from some very high up people in the industry, and they, they that was their question. Um, I won't say exactly how they asked it, but they're just like, "How in the heck <laughs> yeah. did you get Mark Green? That guy does not let anybody touch his cars." And I remember sitting there; it was, it was super humbling. Uh, I was I was I was really excited when you called, but I was like, I said, you know, I want to believe that it our work speaks for itself. That you see the quality of work that uh, we put out and brought your vehicles in and on top of that it's it's building building trust yeah you know if, if you don't trust me with your car i'm definitely not the right detail shop for you yeah absolutely well i'm excited and as i said you guys did that correction for us which is great because that car has never been damaged and it's like oh i was so bummed out about it it wasn't a big big scratch or anything but it, it was through the paint needed to be corrected so i'm excited and i'll report back to all you listeners uh what happens we're going to get back together in may because this time of year it's a little still a little rough out there have you do a full four-day uh service on the car make it look brand new again uh, i think that's fun i've talked to my wife about maybe buying a new car at this point she keeps going why would you want to do that car prices are through the roof i like my car it's wonderful it's you know we maintain it. It's not broken down, never given up. So uh, we're going to uh, keep keep it. Now I'm going to set the tone for how long can I keep it? What's the, the real <laughs> lifetime? So I'm excited about that. You know, one thing I wanted to touch on, too, is you're a family business. I met your your wonderful wife, beautiful wife, Sherry, yesterday. Cody, I met, met Cody when I was there. And yesterday I got to meet Joey, your son. And one of the things that's very cool, I want you to talk a little bit about Joey because he's a, a very unique young man. He came up shook our hands, said hello, um, and you really put it out there, the challenges that he has to work through in his life, um, and the fact that he's working there with you guys and learning skills and all that is really, really special. Can we talk a little bit about Joey? Because what a great young man. Oh, most definitely. So Joey just turned uh, 19 last week. Uh, he is autistic and autistic with hyperkinetic disorder. He, he um, is really excited all the time. He's also, he's a, he's a verbal, uh, he is verbal. He can, he talks a lot. Sometimes people don't quite understand what he's saying, but once people get to know Joey, they see the, um, boy, I hate to bounce around here. Um, but he, Joey is, he is the poster child for the way that we, my belief is the way that we should all live. And when I say that he has zero hate, he does not know what hate is at all. He loves everybody. He, he shows what true love and compassion is. He actually was kind of the driving force of us wanting to start our own business because uh, we wanted something that would uh, take care of him as time goes on. Mm -hmm. And being here at the shop, you know, he started working here when we, when we opened up. 
And I remember his teacher, who's a lo- you know, she's a local gal here in the, the in the harbor. Uh, her family's very well known. I remember she called one time and she said, uh, you know, Joey's getting ready to graduate. She said, you know, Joey, he's eligible for what's called TTP, which is a program um, where the special needs young the young adult special needs they can further their education for another three years till they're 21. Mm-hmm. And I remember I said to her, I said, Wendy, do you think this is a good idea? And she goes. TTP would be great for him. She goes, but I'm going to be honest, watching Joey grow and flourish by being a part of that shop, being an owner of Kimball's hands-on detailing, he's going to get more out of being there than he will out of CTP. So, you know, now he's here five, six days a week. You know, I'm here six days a week. He's always with us. And I I watch how the the whole community just, they're attracted to him. They, They love talking to him. Um, people will people will just stop by. They may not be making an appointment. They may not be getting the, their car detailed. They stop by just to talk to Joey, and, and <laughs> a lot of them a lot of them bring him bring him his favorite, which ruby red squirt Kit Kats. So our refrigerator <laughs> here is always full of those. But yeah, it's, when it comes to the detailing industry, I, I believe that Joey is actually more well known throughout the world than I am. <laughs> I share his story. I yeah. sh- you know every I, I told you when we before we started. I'm fully transparent. I put everything out there. I have nothing in my life to hide. Um, I'm not embarrassed that my son is autistic. It's not a disability. It's a special ability. Yeah. And, and that's part of watching you and, and seeing him. And, you know, whether you have a challenge like autism or you don't, uh, the message that you've taught him and the world here is that we are better people if we can learn skills and trades in areas that we enjoy and that we can take care of ourselves and learn how to be better people. And to me, that's what I see is happening with Joey, your son, Cody. I also met your daughter yesterday. Uh, is she part of the business too? Um, Allie actually, so she only works Saturdays. She is uh, still a junior in high school. Um, she's got, she's getting ready to head off to college after she graduates. Yeah. She, she has different goals and, and her goal is actually to be a physical therapist and have her own practice. So oh, there you go. Noble. Yep. When we talked about goals, uh, you know, her goal is to do that. So my wife and I decided that we're going to get the detail shop and the accessory center up and running uh, where it's self-sufficient, where Cody and Joey can take care of that. And then when Allie graduates college, we're going to jump off to the side and we're going to help her build her practice. So Very um, nice. you know, set our, set our children up for, Success. Success. Yeah, I love it. This is great. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors. We'll come back. We'll talk a little more. But uh, awesome family business here. Really proud of what you've built. We'll be right back. Auto Geeks Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products, and Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. I've discovered 
Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on first-hand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world, the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARS YEAH when you subscribe and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So we're back. So I want to talk a little bit about uh, a big challenge that you faced. Now, you, you told me yesterday about this accident you had in the construction industry that really kind of set you back. And you've had, oh, I mean, I couldn't, I can't remember the number of surgeries you've had on your leg to try to correct this. But is that, was that a defining challenge for you? And in a way, it's kind of interesting that it, it redirected you and landed you where you are today. But I would imagine at the time you may have said, oh, my gosh, my career is over. It wasn't just my career that was over. I, I thought my life was over. In 2007, um, I was working on uh, Vashon Island, and I had a 1,600-pound beam fall from about 15 feet in the air and land on my left leg. Oh. Um, the crazy part is it didn't break anything. The way it hit, it folded my leg in half. Oh. And so I remember waking up at the hospital, and you know my doctor sitting there, really nice guy but he he literally looked right at me and he said uh, i've known i've known this doctor for many years he said i have to be honest with you um you will you will never go back into construction he's like you know you i rode motocross at the time he's like you'll never ride motocross again Uh, baseball and softball is a big passion of mine he said you'll never play again you'll never be able to really fully run again and here i am i have this i have this doctor standing over me telling me all these things that I will never be able to do again. And it's all the things that I loved. Yeah. I went into a deep state of depression for a while. I can imagine. Yeah. And then, uh, it wasn't long after probably about three years after my accident, I have a really good friend. Her name, her name was Sarah. She had uh, terminal cancer. Oh goodness. And she would call me just in the middle of the night. Cause she knew that I didn't sleep and, She's just, you know, checking, you know, how's the family? How are you doing? She was always super upbeat, super, I mean, just happy. Yeah. And I had to ask her one day, I said, Sarah, I have to be honest. Can I get a little personal? And she said, most definitely. What's up? I said, you know, you have terminal cancer, but you are always extremely positive, extremely happy. You know, you let people know you love them. You appreciate them. And she goes, you know, my time on this earth is actually getting down there. She goes, she goes, I don't know how much longer I have. And she goes, I don't want to live the rest of my life being miserable. Uh, yeah, there you go. That was a light bulb that went off. It was like, wait a sec. Here I am complaining about all the things I can't do. Why am I worrying about that? Because there's so much more in life that I can do. Right. And, and so I actually, um, I, I wrote, I, I still have it sitting on my desk at home right out in the open. Um, I started writing down a list of things that, I can do. Yep. 
And one one of the things that I can do is I can still detail cars. So, yeah, yeah. Um, wow. you know, so we, we move forward with that. You know, great story and, and incredibly powerful. And imagine that that story, you, you learned that lesson from her, somebody who had a limited amount of time left and had figured it out, had figured out the secret sauce to a happy life. And the simplicity to that message from her was, we all get to choose how we react and how we behave. And we can choose to be miserable or we can choose to be happy no matter what the situation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What a wonderful story. Wow. And is, is she, has she passed? Uh, she did. She passed away about five years ago. Oh, wow. Well, my condolences. But what a gift she left you. She left it. You know, she did leave a very good gift. The funny part is, is she may be gone, but through technology and social media, uh, she's still there because I look through Facebook memories or I'll, you know, I have her messages um, on, you know, I've saved all that. I don't get rid of that. I, yeah. I can go back and look at it all the time. So. Well, that's a, the great thing. You know, I've, I've lost this year already. Three past guests have passed away this year. Last year it was eight that I lost. And I, I regularly get people who will email me or text me saying, hey, thank you for leaving up so-and-so show. I can go back and listen to their voice. And some of these are parents of people that have passed and saying, you know, that's the only recording I have of my my friend or my child. And so that's the great thing about technology. I still have a few voice messages on my phone from my dad. I lost him four and a half years ago. And uh, sometimes it's hard to listen to him, but other times it you know brings a smile. So very nice story. Well, let's talk about cars because I know you have a passion for cars. Is there a special vehicle that you've uh, had in your life? And if so, what was it? And tell me a story about it. Oh, boy. You know, that, that's a tough one because we get to work on some amazing cars yes <laughs> some super amazing cars two of them stand out and they were not paying jobs we didn't make a dime off of either one of them um the first one is actually it was a 2000 I believe a 2002 c5 corvette the story behind that one is my brother-in-law he got diagnosed with cancer mm. and his corvette sat outside for over a year and it turned green. It was terrible. And he was going to trade that in on a car that was more comfortable for him to get in and out of, um, that he could drive to his, his chemo appointments and everything. And the dealership was going to give him like $5,000 for this Corvette. And I said to him one day, I said, Michael, I said, let's bring the Corvette to the shop. I said, let me do some things to it. Don't ask. Just let me do some things. And we will sell the car and you will get 100% of the proceeds from that from the, the sale nice and so i reached out to um quite a few people in the community um quite a few people in my industry uh we we ended up bought the car and did a full wet sand polished it up ceramic coated tinted the windows replaced um, the target top uh i did some uh, really cool carbon fiber racing stripes on it we just we decked this car out unveiled it at a big show here in the harbor it got a lot of response and a week later, we sold that for, I believe, $17,000. <laughs> nice. Very nice. That's probably the first one. The second one was a 94 Ford Lightning. And the story behind that one, um, a, a really good friend of mine that I grew up with, we rode motocross, rode BMX together. He got really big into, he built all the, uh, the bicycle ramps and stuff for the X Games. Oh, nice. And then a vast majority of the... Uh, bike and skate parks around the United States, he actually designed and helped build those. 
Um, what I didn't know about him was he battled depression really bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, in October, I believe it was three years ago, he took his life. Oh, no. And he had this 94 Ford Lightning that he, him and his, his son that he adopted from uh, one of my, my friends. He, my buddy married one of my best friend's sisters, and he adopted her son. And so they were actually building this Lightning together before he took his life. And my, my friend's sister called up one day and she said, hey, I need to get Matt's um, Lightning done for Matthew's senior pictures. And I want him to drive it to graduation in honor of dad. And so she goes, I want to get it painted. And the paint job was going to be like $18,000. It was way up there. Yeah. And so I said, again, I pulled out, you know, I pulled a famous line. I said, Carrie, bring it up here. Let me have it. Again, don't ask any questions. You will see the truck when it is done. So she brought the truck to us and uh, we did a full uh, vinyl wrap on it. Made it look brand new, changed the wheels, tinted windows, and we just cleaned this up and we unveiled it to her son um, right before graduation. So, you know, when it comes to cars, those are my two favorites. <laughs> yeah. Nice, nice but, recovery stories. Yeah. Yeah. I but love I, it. <laughs> I, I love think, it. I, I think, honestly, one of my most favorite cars, though, was a, uh, there's a gentleman here in town. He had a 49 Merc Coupe chop top, lowered, amazing paint job, had ghost flames on it. All I got to do to that one was really just wash it, but it was, that car has stood out. It's still one of my favorite pictures that I have in my phone and on my computer. So nice. Well, yeah, those old Mercury's are great. I love it. So I'm going to, I'm going to be your car psychologist today here, Joe. I want you to think about this. If you were manifest as a vehicle, the man in the mirror, not what you want to be, but how you perceive yourself, what would you be? Oh boy. Uh, that's a, that's a tough one. What would I be? <laughs> I, um, that's the crazy part. You know, we get to work on some amazing cars and every car has a story. Honestly, I would probably be a big lifted, big lifted truck. The reason behind that is when you, when you look at big lifted trucks, you think of a big burly mean looking guy driving it. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're just, they're big softies. They're pavement princesses. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I, that would probably be the car. Something that I would be, would be, you know, it would be a, be a big lifted truck. Well, and I'll, I'll tell you, listeners, I think that's somewhat appropriate. If you look at it, Joe, at first, you might think, ooh, he might be a scary guy, but he's really a big Santa Claus. And he kind of looks like a big Santa Claus. So, you know, it's, it's pretty, <laughs> pretty cool. So one thing I like to ask my guests before I let you go here today is giving back. Now, you've developed this Detailers Network Group. What is that about? So there's a gentleman, a husband and wife team. They have a mobile detail business, started out in Kitsap County. Uh, I met them a few years back. Uh, they were... Both of them, she worked at a pizza place. He worked for a, a junk uh, junk hauler. But his true passion is detailing cars. And uh, lo and behold, how I met him was I put a post out. I ran out of uh, a compound that I needed. My order was stuck somewhere between here and Florida. And this gentleman calls me up. His name's Joey. He says, hey, I've, I've got what you need. Uh, I'll have my wife drop it off tomorrow. So she showed up at the shop brought this compound for me. I was super appreciative. And she started asking questions. She's like, I really want to get, you know, we really want to grow our business. This is what we, our passion, this is what we want to do. And so she actually became our office manager for a while. And then Joey, he would come three days a week and detail cars for us here. Uh, eventually, you know, they had a baby. They, they moved on. They got their own shop uh, in Belfair, 
itself. There's a little tiny town. Nobody really knows much about it. And here about four months ago, he called me and he said, man, I'm, I'm really struggling. I don't know what to do. And I, I said to him, I said, Joey, I've, I've kind of given you all the advice that I have available. And, you know, he was bummed out. We got off the phone. And then that night I was laying in bed and I'm like, wait a sec. I have a network of detailers worldwide that I talk to. Some of them I talk to every day. Some of them I talk to once a week. Some, some I just talk to once a year. I thought, how cool would it be to set up a, a business network, a detailers network group where people can come in on a Zoom call every week. I'll have a topic that we discuss to help these people grow their businesses. I'll bring in a special guest that specializes in whatever we're talking about. And uh, we'll go from there. And our first phone call, our, our first Zoom call, because they're, they're every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific time, standard time. Uh, our first phone call, I think we had 14 people. The Zoom call went about an hour long. Our second one, we grew to about 30 people. And it just keeps growing. And I mean, we have some slow weeks. But I get so much feedback from not just detailers, business owners, period. I mean, it's open to everybody because I believe the information that is being shared is, is valuable to anybody trying to grow their business. I get phone calls. I get messages. It's like, man, that call was amazing. I learned so much. We're actually changing this with our business. You know, last night, last night we had Marcy Tran, uh, her and her husband own a detail shop in Texas. And her topic was increasing profits and I, I forgot the other terminology she had, but uh, it, it really talked about how to take, you know, most of us in, in, in business, we have two bank accounts. We have a savings account. We have a checking account. That's it. Um, and she really laid this out very well last night on the importance of having numerous bank accounts to cover your, your profits, your owner payout, your taxes, everything. And so, so when, when these detailers go out there, you know, a lot of us, detailing is not something you need a lot of brains to do. I mean, sometimes you do, but a lot of us struggle. And she just, she laid it out to show um, how instead of looking at your bank account going, oh, I have $75,000 in my bank account. And then you pay your bills, you have 3000 She laid it out to where, listen, you have all these bank accounts. You're just seeing this one number, which is the number that matters the most but these other accounts are out there growing and maintaining your business. So it, it really helped out a lot. So it's all about sharing uh, details on business, business concepts, what's worked, what hasn't worked and allowing others to come in and listen and contribute. Um, it, it's really a wonderful thing that you've done. And I'm sure that you've helped many, many people uh, see the light, if you will, because this is very common. I hear this in the trades with detailers, also with builders, fabricators, designers, artists, photographers. They're very good at what they're doing, but they're not very good at business because they've never learned or been taught the skills. And I think it's wonderful what you're doing because it can it can change a company overnight with a couple little techniques that an average, say, business person or a person with an MBA goes, well, that's really common. But when you're, when you don't know it, you don't know it. So. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Tremendous. Now, is, is there a great book that you've read? Maybe it's a book on business. Uh, it doesn't have to be that you'd like to share. Um, yeah, I actually just talked about this on a podcast uh, earlier this week. One of my favorite books is actually, it's written by Jack Welch, who was the uh, CEO of General Electric, and yep. the book is called it's called Winning. 
Yep. Great book. I have actually, I've read that book probably 20 times and every time I get something new out of it. It's a great book. You know, another one I want to share with you, I'm not sure if you have, is um, uh, The E-Myth by Michael Gerber. Have you read that? So funny story, my um, our business advisor and financial advisor actually suggested that book. Um, that is actually the next book. I, I'm hopefully to start reading that next. Oh, you're going to love it. It's it, it changed the business I was involved in. It changed a big part of our focus and how we, we functioned. Uh, it's a wonderful book. And actually, he's also written books for specific trades like construction. I had a guy do a remodel in our house. And while the work was great, he was not a good business person. And I gave him a copy of that book. And I said, you need to read this. Uh, I think this will help you quite a bit. So, yeah. You'll like that. I'll make sure I put a link to this book on Joe's show notes page. So before I let you go today, I'm going to let you go on the ultimate drive. I'm going to open my checkbook. Money's no object. You can pick any vehicle. You can be going anywhere with anybody living or deceased. And um, you can pick um, any place in the world to be driving. So what does the ultimate drive look like for Joe Kimball? Oh, boy. Steve McQueen in the bullet <laughs> doing the uh, the tail of the dragon. Driving <laughs> well, the tail that, of the dragon. That came easy. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, that. I've I've always wanted to go ride my Harley on the tail of the dragon, but when you watch the Steve McQueen movies and he's in that bullet just yeah. ripping around the the, the, the uh, streets of San Francisco. Oh yeah, I, I think to myself, how cool would it be to be in the passenger seat of that car, driving down the tail of the dragon at eighty miles an hour? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, sounds cool. Did you get a chance to see the bullet car when it was at the LeMay Museum? I did. I yeah, did, yeah. Yeah, pretty cool. Well, Sean, who uh, owned that car, he since sold it, was uh, there. I got to go see that car when they, they pulled it in uh, one evening at a special party. And it was fun to meet him and learn the history of the car and his family and how they got it. And the fact that his mom used to drive it to school every day uh, back in the day oh, wow. as her daily drive, yeah, daily driver. Pretty crazy. So, Joe, you've shared an awful lot with us today. Before I let you go, could you maybe share a success quote or a mantra or some type of uh, words of wisdom? Oh, this is this is perfect. Good friend of mine, Bob Myers. Uh, he's high up in the IDA, works for Pro Products. Uh, I was talking to him uh, last year after the International Detailers Association Awards banquet, which happened to be had to be online because of COVID. And one of the things I said to him, I said, Bob, you know, one of my biggest goals in life is to have my name. I don't have to be a recipient or a winner of any of these awards, but my my ultimate goal is to have my name recognized with all these other people that have taught me and, and have taken me far, what advice do you have to give me? And his piece of advice was so phenomenal that I actually use it here and where I actually have it being put on a poster board to go in our shop. The first part of it is to stay in your lane. And by that, you know, don't worry about what everybody else is doing. Concentrate on your business. You're going to find more success and more growth if you concentrate on yourself and not worry about what the guy down the street's doing. The other part, there, there's three parts, but the other part is be honest. Yeah. Uh, be honest with yourself. Market what you know and continue to grow on what you want to do. Be honest with your clients. If there's something you can't do, don't just do it. Don't assume you can do it because you're going to make mistakes. Yeah. And then the last part of that is is never stop learning. I share this, you know, the day that I, I tell my anybody I work with, any trainings I do, I'm like, the day you think you know everything, about this industry is the day you need to sell your equipment and go do something else because that's the day you start making a lot of mistakes. 
Yeah, this industry is constantly evolving and changing. And I saw that in the 20 plus years I worked in developing car care products. And just in the last eight, nine years I've been gone from that business, it's amazing to me to see how things have evolved and changed. So there's a lot of technology involved. I've had a lot of people on this show that work in this industry, and it's just just incredible um, what's coming. So uh, the world is pretty darn cool. How can people learn more about your business, Joe? Uh, Kimball's Hands On Detailing.com. I have a really uh, an amazing web designer that we are always always upgrading and making it better. We're always sharing the stories about what we're doing. We have a media section that shares all of the different. Uh, there was a documentary that was shot here on the shop about um, our business and our family. Q13 News came and did a, a segment. We share all that, um, and then um, I mean, yes, I do post a lot on social media. I put myself out there. But uh, Joe Kimball on, on Facebook, you can find me on there and follow everything through that as well. Absolutely. You'll find it's great. And Joe, like he said, Joe uh, puts it all out there. He wears his heart on his sleeve uh, and it's pretty darn cool. You can uh, see Joey and Cody and Sherry and the whole family uh, on his website and his Facebook page. Uh, It's all there. Joe, hey, thanks for taking some time out of a very busy day. When I was at your shop yesterday, my my wife said, man, this place is busy. Uh, That's a sign of success. I want to thank you for uh, taking good care of my vehicle. I can't wait to uh, drop it off in a couple months to do a full workup on it. Uh, at least I won't be nervous, I don't think. Um, I think I'll be okay. Uh, yeah, but this will be, be good. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I know it's in good hands. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you, in this case, right down the road. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. You're welcome. 20, 50, or 100 years from now, will there be a workforce to care for the collector vehicles we love? With auto shop programs disappearing across the country, it's a question we enthusiasts have to ask. That's why I support the RPM Foundation, which exists to ensure that the critical skills necessary to preserve and restore these vehicles aren't lost to time. One of the many ways RPM, which is short for Restoration, Preservation, and Mentorship, is accomplishing this goal is through workforce development initiatives. The RPM Apprenticeship Program enables the next generation of artisans to earn a living while they learn the craft of restoring and preserving these vehicles directly from industry professionals. The Endangered Skills Program documents the process of masters training future craftspeople on a variety of critical skills in danger of being lost forever. For more information on how the RPM Foundation is driving the future of the collector vehicle skills trade, visit RPM Foundation today. They're one of the charities of choice here on Cars Yeah! Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah! Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah!